Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Games cast. Of course, I am Tim Geddes. I'm joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Hello. And making a very special appearance on this show, Joey Noel. Hello. Oh, it's, it, it's Christmas in September. First Thank time you. I get to Thank say you. that. Yeah. Joey Noel. Oh, yeah. I guess we didn't do that on the podcast earlier. I don't oh, think yeah. We have, I don't think we, we ever got introed. No, I don't think we did either. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we talked about, we introed Nick, who wasn't even here. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got to check out the, the Kind of Funny podcast. Slack, it was... It was a great one. Yeah, what's up with Greg? He's you know what I mean? Either bring it or don't show up. Passes you know? He did have a Coke, but it didn't feel like it was enough. We made you know, two. Some of the things he said on that show make me think otherwise. <laughs> <but> <laughs> <It's fair. laughs> That's a different show. Oh, this show, point. we're talking about video point. games. We don't have Greg, so we're at uh, a severely less risk of saying something that yeah. is going to get us in a lot of trouble, uh, which excites me very, very much, because, of course, this is the Kind of Funny Games cast. We each and every week we get together to come and talk about video games and all the things we love about them. Today, some of those games include Enchanted Portals, Fae Farm, Armored Core 6, and maybe even a little Starfield. Ooh. You know, I want to get Andy Cortez's thoughts. Everyone else has been talking about Starfield and Armored Core. We haven't really heard what you have to say. You've just been streaming them all the time. Let yeah. let me let me host. Yes. Mm. Or just talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was mainly because I, I just didn't really do much of the story content. I like that we're on our review. So back mm. this extreme close up. It's just Andy. good. It's good, <laughs> man. Uh, but of course, you can get this show on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games or RoosterTeeth.com in video form. But if audio is more your deal, you got to go to your favorite podcast service. All you got to do is type in Kind of Funny Games Cast, and we will be right there for you. But if you wanted to go above and beyond, Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny is where you want to go. Just like our Patreon producers, Brave Athos, Jedi Master Deadpool and Delaney Twining have done because of their support. They don't need to listen to any ads. They get a whole bunch of bonus content. It's just great. Great stuff all around. Super worth the dollar. Uh, today we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook and Shady Rays, but I will tell you about that later. we got a lot of games to talk about, so I want to get right into it. I want to start with a game called Enchanted Portals. Andy, do you know what Enchanted Portals is? No clue, Tim. Joey? Sounds like a Disney thing, but I don't think it is. It is the Cuphead ripoff game. It is oh. the game that, that went on Twitter maybe like 2019, I want to say. And everyone's like, huh, this, this is, is a little interesting. Y'all are just straight up doing Cuphead. Mm. There was a Kickstarter involved. There was uh, some controversy here, there. Oh, but overall, yeah. it ended with like, hey, I'm kind of excited for this. And I, I know me and Barrett have talked about it on Games Daily a couple times. And I was of the mind as of a couple weeks ago when I found out, oh, this game's actually coming out uh, early September. Um, so this week uh, is the official release date. Um, it's coming. So I'm going to be able to, to play it. I love Cuphead. And hey, we're not going to get more Cuphead for a long time. So if I can get more Cuphead-like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm here for it. So this one, uh, a slightly different um, visual style than, than Cuphead. This one's a little bit more of that, like, 
1930s style animation um a lot more uh vivid colors going on um but it is also way more platformer based than it is just boss battles cuphead is you know 95 plus percent boss fights and that's it maybe like a handful of platformer levels throughout they call them running guns this game is way more traditional what we all thought cuphead was going to it's be like rockadoodle yeah, exactly. <laughs> you play through a level that's a platformer, and then you end with a boss fight. Ah. And so looking at it, I'm like, hey, you know, once you get over the, the ripoff side of it, you're like, this this could be cool. If this feels right, this is going to be awesome. And if it like... It's like a lot of ripoffs. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. But like in terms of Cuphead, right? Oh, and yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, That is a fairly unique game. I mean, very unique game. Um, And I, I got the review code for this, and I was pretty excited. I, I booted it up. And almost instantly, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it's rough. This is really, really rough. Um, I, I, what is it, controls? Or, uh... So it's a little bit of everything, Andy, and I'm really sorry mm. to oh, say. Man. So here's the thing. To talk about what I like about the game, I do think its visuals are pretty damn cool and weird as hell and different as hell. Yeah, the for amount- audio listeners, it, to me, it looks like Cuphead without the grain filter. Without the grainy old film footage filter of like, you know, you get the little like squiggly lines on the screen. Yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like to me. Less texture. And, and that's the thing, too, is like it. there is a lot of artistry in this. Like you look at it and there's some some animations and some backgrounds that I was like, oh, damn, like this yeah. is really impressive. But it's the way it all comes together that just doesn't work. So there's those Kingdom Hearts trailers that we always talk about that like there's music playing, but there's like no sound effects and it's super awkward. That's this entire game. No. Like there's a sound effect for the the shooting sound that's always the same, just like it never, there's no difference in, in the sound. So it gets really repetitive and pretty much nothing else has sounds. There's music playing, and it's good music. It's, like, uh, custom scored and, like, very, like, unique and reacting to what's going on. But the lack of sound effects feels off for how animated the whole thing is. Like, you expect to, when when you see a cartoony thing go, like, wee, 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 you expect to yeah. hear that sound. And when you don't, <laughs> it just feels really, like, uncanny valley for a cartoon mm. almost. Um, so that's the the downside of the visuals. They also like tried to like shoehorn in like a story and uh, Cuphead's story stuff was like amazing, like really well done, an extra level of different type of art that you don't see in the rest of the game. This is really just kind of like weird JPEGs that that show for a second that they almost would have been better off not having because oh. mm-hmm. the transitions are like not seamless. It's pretty, pretty awkward. Then playing the game, it just doesn't feel good. Uh, it, I was talking to Bless about it earlier, who also tried playing and ended up giving up like before he even beat the, like got even close through the tutorial. He said, quote, I booted it up, felt how it felt, and then said, oh, it's one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it, it kind of like broke me because I was like, it's one of those games. And what we mean by that is on Super Nintendo, you play Mario World, and it feels like that. And then you play something like a Tiny Toons Adventures Buster Bus Loose. Lots of love about that game, but it's no Mario. It's one of those games. First and foremost, you know? the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, you know, really floaty. Like, you're really kind of fighting against it. Like Lion King is probably another uh, good example. Like, one of those where it's like, yo, there's a lot of good here. But, like, it, you really need to want to like how it feels to like how it feels. And a lot of that has to do with the way that the in Cuphead you have different weapons and there's bosses that every weapon can work against everything. This has a color-coded system where it's green, red, and blue. So you have your three different types of weapons. You switch them using the D-pad. 
every time you switch your weapon, it stops what you're doing and then switches to the other and then uh. you can activate. And for a, a game like this, you need it to be seamless and just respond. The enemies you're, are, they all look exactly the same, but they'll have a glowing color around them and only the color weapon can defeat them, which is like, that sounds like it could be fun. It looks horrible. And it like immediately you realize that like their, their flight patterns, uh, you can only really hit them with like diagonals and it's not, it's just one angle of it's like 45 degree uh, angle and it is impossible to line up correctly and it's like i this game is fighting against me in every single way which i was bummed out about but i was like you know what i want to keep pushing through i want to <laughs> i want to beat this game spoilers guys did not beat this game oh. played for about an hour and a half and g finally got to the second level's boss and it was just so frustratingly like i don't even want to say difficult just like frustrating like there wasn't fun to it i got to it's the third phase like a bunch of times and i was like man i am losing over and over here because and i'm games, not even having fun and i'm not even having fun yeah. and it was like ah so I, i'm giving up on it and like yeah it's i i didn't beat it so i don't know but like this is one of the like lowest scores i would give a game that i've ever planned on reviewing it kind of funny and i i, I don't want to officially give it a score because i didn't beat it but i would give it a two out of five like it wow. is this this is a bad game and i'm, I'm really bummed about it you know, didn't necessarily expect it to be a five, but like I, I was hoping for a three. Like I was like, a little surprise in the middle of the year. Yeah. But yeah, so that that was kind of a, a bummer. But after that, I was like, cool. I am done getting my teeth kicked in. I want to do something that I know I can handle. So I switched over to Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It was the Mewtwo raid that uh, they've been promoting a lot recently. It's like a really big deal. Mewtwo, obviously, Joey, one of the. <laughs> Biggest iconic. deal, most iconic, like legendary Pokemon ever. The first real legendary. He's a British accent, Joe. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. <laughs> what is it? Can you give me like a? Well, when he like psychic talks to you, he's like, mm. you know that this is not the place to be, right? Like he's got this like kind of uh, weird. That sounded a little bit like a different uh, character from It just sounded like Clive playing Mewtwo, you know. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but uh th these these raids have been happening in scarlet and violet where every like month or so they'll cycle in like a one of the fully evolved starter pokemon from the past and it's like uh decidueye raid or a blastoise raid that i'm sorry decidueye it's a uh, little bird turns into it from Sun and moon. That's a lot of like it's got spelled be spelled real weird, right? It, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see it. It's like decide Joe without the e at the end. And it's does that make it any easier to spell? And then it's U I, or U I, U E Y E. <laughs> I I think I'm more sticking with that joke. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Anyways, they do this thing with with the raids where you get together with three friends and or just randos online, and you try to take down these like um, unrivaled uh, versions of these Pokemon. If you beat them in the allotted time, like the the orange bar that you're seeing here is your time, oh, and you have to take down their HP before the time runs out. And if you do. You, you get to catch it automatically, oh, cool. and then you keep it, and you can only catch one. Uh, you can fight them as many times as you want for the experience, but you can only catch one of these legendaries. Anyways, really big deal that they, they were putting out Mewtwo because Mewtwo's dope as shit. Um, and some of these are, like, really hard, and some of them are, like, extremely difficult. But the cool thing is, uh, and the only reason I'm bringing this up on the show, is there is such a level to this where we've heard about competitive Pokemon for a long time. Where it's like, we don't really get into that stuff, but, like, the world's there. I we ain't know tail whipping. Exactly. But uh, the, the raids are interesting because it's a strategy to its own. Like when one of these things comes out, there's this whole community of like YouTubers that like band together to figure out what's the strat. 
to take this thing. It's like a destiny raid. World's first. Dude, it's really like that. And there's, it's such an intense race to see who figures it out first of like what the right combo is of like, this guy's on support. This guy's yeah, uh, wow. That sounds really fun. I was about to ask, like, it's not just four players hitting tackle all the time nope, or fire beam not, or whatever you will lose like do you there is not a chance in hell you hit growl you hit this and that you hit no straight up so it's so it, what's really interesting is it's uh there's a bunch of different star raids so it's like one star two star three star four star whatever these are i think seven star raids and Dang. the other ones yes you can just get together you could even solo it and you'll, yeah. you'll win like just playing pokemon like you normally play pokemon these guys, though, require intense strategy and an understanding of what their moveset's going to be and, like, how it, the rounds are going to go. And you need to get it down to the point of, like, all right, we need a, a team of four people. Everyone has to use this move three times before they use this move. Then after that, you use this move, you use that move, and it's, like, really powering up your team, uh, taking down their support. It's, like, it is really involved in a way that I'm, like, this is so cool. And it reminds me of, like, being a little kid, playing Pokemon on my Game Boy and imagining the battles being like the anime were, this feels like I'm part of something more important. <laughs> Having said that, it runs so poorly. It's oh, the worst no. experience ever when you're being timed to do something and there's just so much lag and so much like, it's not even the internet. It's just the fucking game, man. It's the worst, saddest thing ever. But anyway, this Mewtwo raid, the hardest one they've had so far. I was watching all these YouTube videos of like what the strats are. And then once you figure out what the strats are, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to go in. You then need to like train a motherfucking Pokemon perfectly to like, you you, you make it fucking work out, man. You got to hyper train. It's yeah. called hyper training, Andy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Pokemon on steroids. Dude, like Legitimately, you're pumping them with protein and iron and calcium. Like it's fucking crazy. I love to imagine Joe, like Andrew Goldfarb in a conference room with Tim and he's got a whiteboard <laughs> out and they're just going or or like they're like looking at a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, <laughs> like like this is the strap for this time. <laughs> no, we got to wipe you. after this phase. We haven't figured it out yet. That's what it is. Like awesome. it, it's exactly that. And it just it's just fun to kind of like be like, all right, this is the strategy. Now, here's what's cool about this Mewtwo one in particular. Everyone can get a free Mew. If you uh, go to the gift code thing and type in get your Mew, they announced this at the last Nintendo Direct. So Mew, as we know from the lore of all this is like, Mewtwo was cloned from Mew and all this stuff. Mew is like the secret to defeat uh, Mewtwo. So Mew gets a crazy buff going mm, into this raid. That's cool. So the strat is everyone has to bring their Mew in. So it's four fucking Mews. And it just feels so epic. Like, it just feels like one of those like moments of like, yo, we're doing this. We're taking down this final boss. And like, there's just something about it being Mew that makes it so much more extra. And the fact that like, so far, it's like the strat is all four have to be Mews. If you go into a lobby and you see one's not a Mew, you back the fuck out. Yeah. You are not going to win this shit. Um, That's some so, destiny type shit. Yeah. You're not running that gun. Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> and it's just like crazy, crazy cool for, for it to all go down. And I caught my Mewtwo and I was like super happy about it. But I just it's, thought it was like the funniest experience that like we were this into it. Yeah. Is it a, this one must be a different experience because all the other ones are so much lower. So are people just rolling into this raid, like having no idea what they're getting into? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that, that, but the thing is like the people that are doing these raids, like for the most part, mm -hmm. they're also watching YouTube videos oh, okay. of breaking down like, oh, this is the strat. Like you can clearly, when you get into a lobby, you see, oh, y'all watch the same videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Like there's Cause you don't like, have comms for this, right? No, you could. I, I don't. And yeah. But like, it's funny. You literally see people pop in and when you see non-muse, they're like, fuck this. I'm out. I can't imagine doing a raid without comms. And that seems like kind of wild. 
Yeah, it's somebody that's only ever done Destiny stuff. But, but it's it is such a weird experience. But I, I I don't know that I'd recommend it to people. But like <laughs> if you're going to do one of the Scarlet Violet raids, this Mewtwo one is pretty freaking cool. Who'd you do? Do you do it with randos? I just did it with randos. But they oh. were doing the strat, and like yeah. that, it felt like this community experience just because I was like I saw them and. They all had the the right terra types. They're using. I, you get to see what moves everyone's using, and I'm like, oh. we're doing it. Like we're <laughs> doing the thing. We're one. We are becoming like the Voltron right Straight now. Straight up. Dude. So, <laughs> so that was cool. So I had a a, a pretty stressful uh, weekend when it came to to games there. Uh, but Joey, it sounds like you have had a less stressful time with oh, games. Yeah. Fay Farm. Fay Farm. Uh, as we know, I'm the the default sim game player here. It kind of funny. Um, so Fay Farm, Cozy Joe, Cozy Joe, exactly. Josie Games. We'll work we'll on. We'll work on it. I do like it. <laughs> um, so yeah, Fay Farm is one that I've I did like a preview, a digital preview for this, like early, early being in the studio. So it's been around for a while. Um, and this one looked really cute. Is really fun. It uh, it caught my eye because it has like a magical element to it which is always like kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I've been playing this for like 40 hours, <laughs> 40 hours <laughs> over like the last few weeks. Um, and it's got a lot of things that I really like about it. Multiplayer. And multiplayer. Oh. I haven't played any of the multiplayer yet. Playing stuff for review is always a little bit weird. Cause it's hard to figure out who else is playing it. And like, how many people do you want to like ask and stuff like that? Without so, breaking embargo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I kind of just by default, never really talk about it. Um, I haven't gotten to any of the decorating, which is kind of how it goes for me in most of these games, whether it's Animal Crossing or Stardew Valley, like the decorating. Or, what's the other one? Oh, Dreamlight Valley. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really do any of the decorating unless it's like tied to a quest. And even I have like an early quest now that's like, place like five of these specific types of item in your house. And it's like, no, that's not monsters. It's not farming or whatever. I'm not doing it. Um, but yeah, these are some of the, so it's a normal sim stuff. And then you go into these like dungeon areas, uh, where you, uh, have all of these different types of things. It's really fun. Obviously I've played 40 hours of it. Um, but there's some, and it's just cute as shit though. <laughs> like I like the color palette, which is interesting. I've been talking with Roger cause, um, I was like, oh, I think Lianza might like this. And she wasn't really liking Stardew Valley because of the color palette. And it's like a lot of like autumny colors. Yeah, yeah. It's like yellows and browns. And it's like not super cute, but this one's really fun. Um, but there, so the dungeon crawling in this is really fun. There's, you get these like magic wand staff things and you use those to, uh, with your mana, with different spells to like beat all of the boss stuff. And then there's all of the different elements that are in there that you use to craft seals so you can fast travel all of the bullshit that I fucking love. <laughs> also, Minecraft Legends, right, is another one that you were really into. Uh, Dungeons. Dungeons, yeah. That was more Diablo-ish Diablo than this, but yeah, they did have like, uh, that was like pretty much essentially just Dungeons. What uh, do you think the game could do? Like, what's one aspect of the game that you're like, I wish this was better. I wish this portion of it was better. Uh, my biggest issue with the game is the quest stuff. So if you get, you get quests from like a billion different people, there are a million types of quests. You have friendship quests, you have job quests that uh, like are tied to different specific people. And then you have uh, like romance quests. But every time, if you give me a quest, I do it. I have to give you 10 gems or whatever. Get I, some nuggets. Yeah. I have to give you 10 nuggets. Mm -hmm. I give them to you. And then we finish like our talking stance. Then I have to go back in and redeem the quest is finished, which seems like such a, a little kind of thing for 2023 to just not have that all tied together and be like, Oh, I gave Andy the thing it's done to have to like initiate a second round of conversations. Mm. Like 
it's at the beginning it was fine but now that i've done so many i'm like this is annoying like i literally just have to click this a second time to finish it and i find this annoying now um what's the combat in the boss fights like uh so you have different spells you're mentioning like this yeah the you have a staff yeah and then uh you have different spells that you can do right now i only have like the whirlpool one it's crazy because uh in the embargo it's like you can talk up to for the preview embargo which was like a few weeks ago you can talk up to anything in chapter four i'm like i don't even think i've gotten past chapter four and i put 40 hours and so i'm like i don't even know what's after that uh but there are different spells there's like a whirlpool one that like swirls everybody up there's like invisibility so you can sneak through people and then there's like a couple other ones that i haven't unlocked yet so it's really fun to be able to like figure out what bosses are easy to kill which ones are the ones to sneak past and stuff like that but so I, i'm a little confused on this because Fay Farm, just the yeah. name of it. I'm imagining a Stardew Valley type game, right? Yeah. Can you tell me the difference between Stardew Valley, Dreamlight Distance, wait, Dreamlight Valley, Dreamlight Valley, and um, and Fay Farm? They're all. I feel like the bones for all of them are the same. Where it's like all sim games where you have uh, an aspect where you're farming, an aspect where you're in a dungeon fighting monsters. Uh, I guess Dreamlight Valley doesn't really have that at all. Dreamlight Valley is more, I felt like more was a decoration collection. Yeah, that's way more like kind of Animal Crossing and Dreamlight Valley are closer than Fae Farm and Stardew. Uh, and then there's like the relationship aspect where you're giving gifts to people and leveling up those relationships so you could get married or go on cute dates or whatever. Um, and then what me and Farber doing in Pokemon Yeah. <laughs> Just going on cute dates together yeah. with your little Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's the main thing is this has combat, so it's probably closer to Stardew Valley than an Animal Crossing or a Dreamlight Valley, um, which is, I think, the thing that I'm always, like, most interested in games uh, like this, like, the because I like Diablo and other dungeon crawlers. I feel like that's What's the non-cozy gameplay? Yeah, I, yeah. I feel that. It's a good balance between all of that. Are you prepared to give it a score on the kind of funny scale? I w I'm so interested in how much more there is for me to play because I feel like... I've, I know that out of the three like dungeon areas, I've only unlocked two of them and I haven't finished the second one. So I probably wouldn't put a score on it right now. Depending on how it goes, I'm somewhere between like a three and a four. It's definitely enough that I've put like 40 hours into. So it's something I'm obviously having a lot of fun with, but I sometimes fall into these pockets where I'm like, oh, this is like a little bit clunky for uh, a simulation game that's coming out in 2023 where I feel like, we have so many that have come out that some of these like quality of life changes feel like they should be inherent in these games. And sometimes I feel like we're still getting there. I know that they plan on doing like a lot of support. I also don't, wouldn't want to put a score on it because I don't know how multiplayer works. Mm. And I think that some of those dungeons are going to be way easier to get through with multiplayer because uh, the way that the time works, it's like every minute on the clock is one second. But sometimes the paths through these dungeons, even if you have stuff unlocked, like Miller's Planet really long there we go is that how, is that how miller's planet works yeah. um so if you you're not putting a score on it but you're somewhere between a three or four like yeah. five wise right now so far what would you have given stardew valley and dreamlight valley uh stardew valley is like a five out of five like top tier game for me uh dreamlight valley i probably give a four mostly just based it's hard it's hard to give it a score because compared to the two of them, because I think without the combat, there's just like less fun things for me to do, which is why I give it a lower score. But then it feels unfair to give it a lower score 
just because for something like he's I, not even trying to do exactly um so that's like kind of where i struggle and i think that's kind of where this is a little bit too where i just like want it to be a little bit different but it's not but i'm having a great time i th- still think it's worth checking out i've been playing on pc i don't know how it plays out on switch i imagine it might be a little bit harder on switch just graphic wise of how it's performing uh how much more do you plan on playing i don't know are you planning on doing like the Hit up all your friends when it's ready to go. Yeah, this is definitely like an Andrea game. Like I know that she, they've put out some preview covers and I'm like, ooh, now I have somebody. Not that there's like any free time with gaming right now. I feel like there's a million games that everybody's playing. But is um, this your game though? Yeah, this is one that like I didn't play all weekend because I was out of town. I'm like very excited to go back and play. And I think I will be able to get people in on multiplayer because I think, yeah, doing those dungeon runs with multiple people and being able to fly through them will be really fun. I, I have a uh, another game. Uh, I love whenever I see a game like Joe would like that. Tell me about it. Um, Put it on your list for me. It just came out. I think like it's an, it's an open beta. Okay. It's called Palia. Oh, I've seen this. I've seen several streamers playing it. It's a cozy style MMO <gasps> with like, I believe that there's combat and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's a very colorful kind of, uh, the character rendering uh, kind of reminds me of like, like Fortnite, little, the art style they're going mm, for. Has cute little creatures. Yeah. Um, but again, the big sort of thing about it is that it is an MMO and it's a lot of people running around, turning in quests and doing all sorts of fun little fantasy things. But it's a cozy world made for you. Explore a vibrant world. Is this the Fortnite engine? It very well may be Unreal. What's that thing called? Unreal? The Fortnite Oh, engine crit. Oh no, it's not that. Oh no, it's not that. No, this thing has been in development for I'm assuming a couple of years. Um, but yeah, you could build your home. There's obviously a lot of set NPCs that are ones that you could probably romance or whatever. There's fishing, Joe. Uh, I'm not sure how much of a fan of fi- there's foraging, just like crafting, hunting, mining, insect catching, cooking or cooking, cooking, furniture making, gardening. I don't know if there's combat. Maybe there's not combat, Joe. It just looked like something that yeah. you'd vibe with. I think I saw Ray stream in it, maybe. Oh, yeah. Or Tina. Tina and I have very similar games. And yeah. Like stuff like that. Yeah. I do. What I do appreciate, too, about Faye Farm is, like, the systems that they have in place for different things. Like, there's a billion different, like, there's normal crafting, and then there's, like, the Faye crafting that, of materials that you get. And there, it's a lot of different like very specific branches of things to do in the game so that's really fun and i always will appreciate a sim game that has fishing that's not so terribly hard like stardew valley (laughs) (laughs) we're just like i just don't fish in stardew valley because i can't do it i'm not good enough at it can't figure out how it works it's i think a semi-universal thing where that's like the hardest thing in the game but uh it's been really fun i'm excited to hopefully play multiplayer with people if this is in anybody that's watching into it let me know because I haven't had anybody to play with. And I think it'll be fun. And I would like to get to the 25th level of these dungeons so I don't have to fight these dumb violins again. Violins? Hate, yeah, there's <sighs> violins. And then there's these statues that like go up above and then slam down on the ground. And then I'm not very good at getting Still match at them. They're made out of wood. Yeah, but I don't have. I don't mm. have. You can't just throw fire. I don't have fire yet. I you only have a roll initiative like in okay. Baldur's Gate. <laughs> no, hopefully I get some sort of. Or the next like magic staff thing unlocked and I get different abilities so that maybe one of them not my whirlpool isn't just working for it but it's been really fun super cool well i want to move on to talking about armored core 6 but before i do that let's take a word from our sponsors 
This episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Every purchase supports the Shady Rays Impact Program, which works directly with nonprofits and their communities to empower and make adventure accessible for all walks of life. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for y'all, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. You can go to ShadyRays.com and use code KINDAFUNNY for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that's shadyrace.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. We've had seven months without an NFL game, but for all of you football fans out there, good thing that's over. NFL is here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game game day this September. You can check out the app to see what you get. You can download now and use code kind of funny to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That is code kind of funny only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, you can call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call telephone number 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpd.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance, eligibility and deposit restrictions. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now that we're back, excuse me, I want to talk about Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. <laughs> I have to say that any cool chance name. I get. Andy, you've been playing a whole bunch. Real quick, I want to jack this and say... It, going back to what I was talking about, Enchanted Portals, that I ended up having to give up on it. Mewtwo kicking my ass. I ended up kicking his. Uh, Armored Core 6. I booted it up this weekend. I've been excited for it. There's been a lot going on. And I was like, it's probably not going to be a game for me, but I really want to give it a try. I gave it a try. I love this game. Oh. I love it so much. However, it is just utterly 
utterly kicking my ass. And uh, people, I tweeted about it kicking my ass, and they're asking me, like, how far did you get? I didn't even want to respond. I didn't want because I used a GIF that just looked cool as shit. Like, uh, can, can you scroll up just to, to show that, Barrett? <laughs> like, I don't know why it's the lowest quality ever, but, yeah. like, I saw this. I'm like, this looks cool as hell. I love it. I definitely did not. People thought I got to this boss. No, 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 no. <laughs> that, this is the boss that uh, Mike is stuck on. That's the first skill oh. check. Got it. Damn. Okay. Well, this skill the, was checked. Yeah. This this is like I'd say a couple hours in the first boss. So you're like, are you're either in or you're not. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And uh, so for me, uh, you know, I, I I booted it up, took some time to download. So a lot of my like gaming time wasn't like fully just playing. But I start this thing up, and it is just everything I could want. It's just oozing cool, man. Yeah. The way they're talking to each other, the sound design. Like, Andy, I need you to come over to my house and hear this shit in surround sound. Oh, shit. These things whooshing by. I'm like, Dang. holy crap. <laughs> I'm in this, and it is so cool. Um, just all the look of it, all the feel of it. I was like, this is awesome. I just, I love the calm talk stuff. Like, it's just badass. Like, the the launch pads shooting people up. I'm just like, this is so cool. Uh, Get ready, 621. You're in the little tutorial section, right? Like, going through, and I'm like, oh, I can do this. I'm shooting people. It feels good. Like, meleeing a couple of them. I'm like, I got this shit. You get into a bit more open of a space. I start getting on my little targets and shit, and then you have to face the first, like, tutorial boss. And I didn't do too well. I didn't do too well at all, okay? Like, it took me, like, it beat me five times, and I was okay. like, you know what? That's not bad. I'm going to check this That's for today. That's not bad. That seems like a lot. A no? lot of people have, have like, taken many, many attempts. I think, I think my first time was, like, Three tries. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes me feel bad at all. That dude. makes me feel better. Um. Because I'm I'm definitely still you, you, so you, into it. You can't have the Nick Scarpino thought process when it comes to FromSoft games, where on attempt number four, Nick was like, "I'm fucking done. This is bullshit." And I'm like, "Man, that's attempt number four. Like, I'm usually done after three hours of not beating a boss. I'm like, all right, that's enough for today. I'll rethink everything tomorrow. You know, I'll get back to it later, but." No, like I, I think th this game is meant to do. This game is meant for you to ask yourself, "What did I do wrong? What were the lessons learned here?" And yeah. a lot, like a lot of FromSoft games, you know, that yeah. I get too horny with my attacks, you know. And that's my problem is like I just, I, I just don't have that mind, and I don't have that like gaming interest to to do things that way. I'm way more about the the, the flash and spectacle. I mean, like I think it's very telling how much I love Final Fantasy 16. Of like that game. Has it? I mean, I don't even know. It's not really that difficult. Period. But there's like, some difficult. Some, there's I, some I thought there were. But yeah. it's like it's more about just like stylish fun and all that. So like I can wrap my head around it. This feels like there is that that stylish thing for oh, yeah. sure, and it is definitely fun. I was just having a really hard time uh, reading a lot of like what I'm supposed to dodge, what I'm not supposed to dodge, and they're telling me like I'm hearing them tell You're me hearing exactly. <laughs> They're, but the they're, they're also like, yo, we're going to bomb. The, the, they're bombing the floor. So make sure you're not on the floor because the fire will rise or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, cool. You're telling me what I need to do. I'm trying, bro. I'm <laughs> fucking trying, homie. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I kept getting to phase two of this, this fight and um, almost taking him down. They're like, we, we just got to take this one home. And it would just eventually overwhelm me. And I was like, God, this is so cool. But I just, I didn't have the time to keep going. But uh, anyways, it was a amazing first impression of this game that like, I'm going to get back to, I don't know how much further I'm going to make it, but like, holy hell, it's cool. You've been playing a lot about it and haven't really talked about it on kind of funny. Right. Yeah. This, I mean, we got the codes when I was back home, uh, it, it, visiting family in Texas. And, uh, I knew that I wanted to get to it. I just didn't know when, especially at the time was just super into Baldur's Gate three. Like nothing's going to pull me away from this. And then I finally got in and 
you immediately start kind of customizing your mech. The feel is great. The very Metal Gear style codec talking, very anime voices, super into all the vibes it's putting out. The customization starts to just get me extremely jazzed up. We had um, Olive Party, kind of funny community member that made a bunch of decals, put the kind of funny smiley in there, put the Nitro Rifle logo in there. I think he did one for Snowbike Mike and Khalif and Spawn on Me. And uh, immediately I'm like, this customization is so awesome and so badass. It's, It's not just, let me put this Destiny shader on something. You could... Go, you can get so granular with what you want to customize, and I fell in love with it. And then, of course, the combat, the difficulty there, the challenges that are presented there. My history with FromSoft games is uh, I, I kind of know what they want from me a lot of the time, and that's what made it a bit easier for me. Um, and I'm having a freaking blast with it. I'm still dying a lot, right? Like, I think it took me, like an hour to beat one of the hardest bosses, which was uh, one of the, f- the first skill check, which is Baltius, which is what you were just showing in that GIF. Uh, took me about an hour to beat him. Took me like an hour and a half to beat a, a, a boss, a couple of bosses after that, dude. Um, it's, it's a freaking blast. Again, oozing style, great action. It, nothing feels cooler than having a a bajillion fucking missiles flying at you and dodging at the right time like i've i've found when barrett was running the stream last week and i played and i was fighting a boss and the cool thing about armored core is there is a million different ways to approach how you want to beat a boss and it's not always just rock paper scissors it's not always like well if they have a shield then go with this like that helps sometimes but you also need good strategy and knowing when your thrusters need to be, you know, cooled down or whatever. And if your thrusters aren't cooled down, then you're not going to be able to fly or dodge. And if your stagger meter is high enough, if you get hit one more time, you're going to freeze for a bit and it's going to take you a while to no longer be frozen. There have been so many, like anytime I fight something in this game, I'm, I just like, I'll slap my arm and be like, this game's fucking badass, dude. Like, <laughs> it just feels good to do anything in this game. It feels good to maneuver. It feels awesome to get that final killing blow with your uh, laser sword. Like, all this is the, the mech game that I wish young Andy could have played. Because, uh, you know, Armored Core back then was definitely a lot harder and not as accessible as this one is, or not as approachable as this one is, rather. Um, because accessibility, not great, obviously. It's a FromSoft game where you're kind of used to that, and hopefully they keep making strides there. But, um, yeah, this game is awesome. The uh, the challenging boss fights are great. I love that you can replay missions to get more money to get that next piece that you want. You know that that one boss fight is going to require a certain weapon, or not even required, but, like, it's recommended. You know, I have people in my Twitch chat all the time saying, like, dude, you got to check out this build, check out this... A lot of different recommendations from a lot of different uh, places. But when you find uh, something that works for you in that moment, you feel so cool when you finally succeed. Like, uh, I think I was like 30 minutes into a boss fight and I was, I had had the boss at like pixels of health, ended up dying. And I'm just, I'm grinning from ear to ear because like no, no game studio makes me feel this way during boss fights. Like, I am so fucking happy right now to be playing this video game. Uh, From Software doesn't miss, man. Like, holy shit. If they're going to pop up with this, 
in a time when you expect Souls-like games at, at a time where From Software has never been more popular after Elden Ring took over the games industry and took over the world and swept every award. And they say, hey, by the way, our next game is a robot fast game. If you remember Armored Cores from back in the day, yeah, we're making a new version of that. Like, what the hell? That's kind of weird. And they still pop off and they still absolutely knock it out of the park. I freaking love this game. Um, this year is just so unbelievably stacked. Yeah. Holy shit. Really it's quick, awesome. I just want to comment on that stream last week where you're playing Armored Core and I was kind of like on the ones and twos trying to guide you along the way. It did feel weird and wrong that like I knew things. And I was like, I was the one guiding you through uh, from, so or not even guiding you, just giving you like, hey, like trying to nudge you in a right, uh, into a direction, um, and not the other way around. Like it felt weird and wrong. I just want to say, so I just, uh, yeah, was I a mean, weird experience. Yeah, I'm glad that you kind of got into it, and I'm wondering, like, will that be your? You beat Elden Ring, right? I'm not going to say like, I'm not going to act like yeah, that's this, not this some is a unattainable weird thing, achievement. And I, I am such a weird freak here where it's like Elden Ring was the first FromSoft game I actually rolled credits on. Uh, I've tried, like I've dabbled in a bunch of others and then I really took to Armored Core. So it's like weird that like Armored Core 6, I think easily is my favorite FromSoft uh, game, <laughs> which is like, I know a very weird statement. I know that, that I'm not like the FromSoft guy, but yeah, it's uh, it's. It fucking rips. Yeah, That's I love I just say. going back to missions to make more money to get that m next piece. It really is, it's the Starfield effect for me right now. Like, I, not only just replaying the missions, but trying to get a higher rank, trying to get that S rank on them. And if you do, you're going to get even more money, and that's going to unlock more pieces and um, let you just kit the shit out of your, your, your AC, your armored core. It's just so awesome, man. Like, it's, I'm kind of surprised at how much I do like it, because as much as I, you know, enjoyed myself in the demos, I was like, this is all looking awesome to me. I'm not going to know if I love the way it feels to play, though. Like, because I remember those games not feeling great. They were so hard back in the day, especially not having, like, a dual shock with sticks and stuff. Like, it was just, con yeah, the controllers were made differently back then. Like, yeah. Like, hold, you remember a PS2 controller feeling a certain way, and then you hold it and you're like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, this is what I was working with back in the day. And, like, I know this was the team, uh, this is like what I'll call the B team for From Software, which is, you know, every, it, it's like, when Alabama, all of their bench could probably beat a lot of other teams in college football. Well like tied. this is very much like that, where uh, this is the team that worked on Sekiro, which is arguably the best feeling combat in any game ever. Uh, so we knew that they have the talent. And I think especially that's, wild that that's the B team. Yeah. And, and I think especially cool game of the year winning. <laughs> <laughs> I think even more, especially cool that to have, the confidence to go back to a dormant franchise like this, I think just speaks to where from software is at. Um, oh my God. Symbolically and mentally of like, we could do whatever the hell we want. We're that talented. We're that good at what we do. We're going to bring back armored core, that mech franchise that you thought was dead forever. Like, are they going to do King's Quest next? What else are they going to bring? <laughs> what else are they going to bring back? You know what I mean? Or Kingsfield, rather. Sorry, not King's Quest. Dude, I, I would like, pop King's off for from soft <laughs> King's <Wild> Quest. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's just really awesome and and impressive that the game still delivered at this high of a high. When I thought like 
this is going to come out and probably get a bunch of sevens. I mean, dude, it's it's funny because this Armored Core is like one of those kind of funny meme games because back in the day, uh, more saying in the, yeah. the chat, like mm -hmm. dating back to 2015 would be like every a week right into Gamescast being like, Tim, uh, what when when do you think we're gonna get the next armored core? And it was just like, <laughs> we're not, homie. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> and here we are. We got this. <laughs> like it, after all of those different Souls games, after everything, and like it's just freaking. Yeah, wild. it's it's awesome that they are a studio that diverse that isn't like going to rest in the laurels and just keep on making Souls spinoffs. Like we can bring this back and we're gonna make it incredible. And I mean, I feel like the reviews and the overall feelings of everybody like sort of you know are, are out there and not the review scores are just gigantically high like way higher than i thought they would have been legitimately like it wasn't until blessing was talking to us and i think put in the slack like i think i'm a mech guy now like <laughs> this game is blowing my mind and that's that's what i guess sort of first sparked that sort of legitimacy for me like oh man they actually did it it isn't just going to be a weird non-Souls game from a FromSoft company or from FromSoft. It's going to be a real deal. So I, I, I missed this. You must have said it earlier, but how far in the game are you? Um, I've put in probably like 15 hours or so. Um, I don't know. I, I think I might be halfway with the main story. Um, do you think with everything, knowing the state of the world of gaming right now, do you think you're going to see this one through the, through to the end? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah, I'm enjoying myself way too much to not do that. Yeah, like as much as I as much as Starfield has its hooks in me right now, like there's there's no way I can't beat this game because I've of it's just it's a different Tim, it's like it's like telling like a, a real hard drug addict to like, yeah, but just like smoke some weed. It's like, yeah, but I need that real I need that real dangerous stuff. I need the stuff that's gonna like make my chest hurt, you know what I mean? Oh my god. And that's what this game does. Like when I'm in boss fights, like you feel a different rush. It is just like it's unlike anything else that FromSoft just kind of has that perfect formula for. Do you think you'll see it through again? Because that was a big thing from the review. Uh, that Blessing talked about, he has never played through a game twice before for a review, uh, specifically, or before Embargo, and he was so enticed by uh, gameplay stuff for New Game Plus that, like, he went through it all, all all over again, and then he was showing me stuff for New Game Plus, I was like, damn, do I want to play this game again? Like, where do you think you're at with that? If it was a near Automata situation, where mm. the second gameplay, the second playthrough isn't really an actual full playthrough if it was like a hey new game plus wink but it's actually like a different version of what you did and it was like six to seven or eight hours long absolutely i, I do not think i have the time to i will say fully i think play it again i think blessing went through his second playthrough pretty quickly because uh, so compared to the first uh, one because yeah you you keep up uh you keep all the things that you bought in the first playthrough uh you also like kind of pretty much like you know a lot of the similar strats for for different moments and stuff like that. So um, it's got to be yeah, real mind blowing. Like this has to be. Um, now again, blessing was kind of leaning towards a four, and then ended up giving a five once he redid it. But like I'm talking, like it's got to be the way Nier Automata fans talk about Nier Automata for me mm -hmm. to go back and commit to that. Just with everything else that's coming out, and like man, looking at these. 
looking at Slack and looking at Trello, I'm like, oh my god, there's so much there's still so on the much, way. So yeah. It's awesome, but holy yeah. shit, I have no time. Yeah, I will say, just like you should ask Blessing to show you some of the clips he showed me for New Game Plus, because not even just like story wise, just like the things that you can unlock in New Game Plus, dude. It's oh, it's fucking insane. It's really cool. that's awesome. What a time. What a damn time. Here we are playing video games. Video games like Starfield, Andy. So you you haven't talked about Armored Core much. You haven't talked too much about Starfield. You were on the review panel, but now you're getting way deeper into the, the story stuff. Where are you at with it? Um, Did we cut to ads or we can cut to ads? We already did. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> uh, so I ended up buying it um, on Steam. Because I had it on Xbox Game Pass PC app. And based on what a lot of people were saying on Reddit and a lot of people around the internet saying that, like, not every Xbox Game Pass PC app is as open as people want them to be. See, so there's not 100% full mod support. You can do some things, but not, like, everything you'd want to do. So I tried my darndest, Tim, to move that save over. And I just, oh, no. I just couldn't. I couldn't get the save over to Steam. Oh, no. Like, I see the files. The formats just aren't there. And, I'm uh, Tim, I downloaded a program called C, or called a Notepad++. And, I, like, it's asking me to dive into the kernels of, not exactly, but. That's like, that's just, <laughs> we, drop kernels. we mentioned kernel one time when it comes to, like, when you install Valorant, it yeah. installs it like the kernel. And now, from then on out, Mike Howard will not stop saying, like, oh, you're in the kernels. Um <laughs> The, like it required a lot of me to do this, and I'm sure I could have done it if I spent three more days on it. But I was like, I just want to get back to playing back the to game. Space. I have and spend three more days on it, or you could just start over. Here's what I did: I fucking straight up just deleted the Xbox saves because I was like, you're never gonna start over. You're gonna keep hunting this yeah. way to oh. do this. Unless I'm proud of you. So I just straight up, I was like, I'm just gonna delete it, um, and I completely restarted, and I'm having even more fun with it. It is. I'm so surprised by my experience with this game. Completely restarting, having a lot more context for... It, it to, completely recontextualizes my experience with the game and how to interact with it and what the game wants from you and asks from you, uh, asks of you. And I'm still doing my shitbuilding, still completely addicted to that. Um, but now I'm playing with somebody who has more knowledge of what the game is and what the systems are and the mechanics are. And... I'm actually going into the story, which is something I did not do the first time around. Um, I did a podcast with Alana Pierce and Gene Park talking about it and told them how my whole kind of experience was just sideswept. And I was, I did this side mission that just completely hijacked the whole campaign for me. And I could have gone from the campaign, but it just wouldn't have felt super immersive. So I wasn't doing story stuff. And they brought up an NPC that you meet maybe two and a half or three hours in that I still had not met. And they were like, you have what dude? Like you can't do this. Oh my God. You're missing like a whole big chunk of the game. So I'm finally doing that stuff and having a blast with it. Um, I guess just like getting around the world and knowing the little ticky tack nuances that were kind of a lot more knowing the first time around. Now that I know, the quickest ways to get around things. I'm just enjoying myself even more than I already was. Um, I'm really enjoying the story, enjoying kind of the story beats and big kind of shocking moments. And uh, it's working for me. I, and I did not expect that, honestly. Um, and yeah, side quests are still awesome. 
I finally like have a crew on my ship now, like a much larger crew. Um, I found um, you know, a blessing mentioned that like, how am I supposed to like fall in love with this NPC when she barely looks like a human? He's crazy. All right, I have fallen in love with this woman. I like I like no other woman I've ever fallen in love with in my life. Not Selena Gomez, not Elizabeth Olsen. No, no, Sarah, you mean early oh. on. Um, there's another NPC you meet later on, like, oh my god, bless it. <laughs> why are you talking shit, bro? Everybody in the chat's just like fall in love with this lady. What's um, her name? Um, her name is a good question, Tim. <laughs> good question. <laughs> you fucking worthless Andy in okay. love. No idea what Oh, her name Andresia? Is, Andresia. Oh, yeah, that's, a, everybody, that's a cool name. Everybody's though. in love with Andresia because she's the only character from the main quest that actually is interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely a, another big thing is like, the, this sure. game is not Baldur's Gate or Mass Effect. This game does not have NPCs like that. Oh, okay. Where you have like a full bevy of... <laughs> those, <are. laughs> those RPGs, I feel like, have a gigantic uh, combination platter from Red Lobster. Like, do I want the shrimp, Joe? Do I want the lobster? Do I want the crab? You know, the, those games, I feel like, have a much larger selection of NPCs that are mm -hmm. really um, enjoyable to be around or intriguing and interesting, right? And I am not getting that here. That's like one knock that I have against it. Similar to how I felt about Horizon Forbidden West. Where I'm like, I don't care about any of these side quests, side characters. They are, they're not cool. They're not interesting. Like, oh my God, look at Andresia. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, there is not a Thane from Mass Effect 2. There's not a Garrus here. There's not a Shadow Heart, right? I need somebody else to capture my love, not just Andresia. I need to be battling over my mind and my heart and my wiener. You know, who, I'm just going to let you know. It, it's just, it's going to just be Andresia the rest okay. of the time. That's good to know. That's good to know. Yeah. I, I don't like that Andy's next in line after Greg. You know what I mean? When <laughs> well, Nick's not here. Near you. Yeah, so we're, we're in the clear. Um, yeah. Again, you know, I'm still having such a great time with it. I can't stop playing it. It's all I want to do right now. Um, I'm very, very intrigued to see what's up with this whole new game plus thing where Greg Miller's tweeting out like, holy fuck, Bethesda. Like, no, I wanna, I'm want i not I, even playing the game and I want to listen to his I, podcast. I'm, which, by the way, uh, there's a bonus games cast that went up uh, this week that you can check out that is just Greg alone talking for about an hour um, about uh, his... He's in an attic. There's just a flashlight on him. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's essentially like him walking through his role play story of Starfield. So it's like uh, kind of like a, a, his personal little spoiler cast of like what his uh, character, Becky Lynch, who he, uh, he made in Starfield and the journey uh, they've gone on so far. It's, a, it's an times. interesting episode. That's crazy. That's crazy. Here's the thing. Uh, a little tip for newcomers to Starfield. You can walk around with a companion, right? You can only fall in love with the NPCs, but you can have somebody just always at your side. No matter how, no matter what looks Andreja's giving you, don't pick a human to go with you. Just pick my boy Vasco. Because Andreja and every other NPC, you steal something, you do something, they're judging you. They don't like stuff that you do all the time. Mm, I like stealing stuff, Joe. Sometimes I like doing occasional murder, right? An occasional murder. Vasco, yeah. robot, doesn't care. Oh, Vasco, yeah. no judgments from Vasco. So you're never going to see no a... No morality. You're, no morality. You're never going to see a Vasco doesn't like that or Vasco loves that. 
Only like when I'm like, you know, shooting dudes in the heads, Vasco's like, fuck yeah, dog. No, like he, he doesn't care at all. He, he's just like there for the ride. And he's like, and, and I finally like named my, I finally named my character instead of just Cortez. I went with Andy Cortez and now it's hello, Captain Andy. And he says like oh. your name now. Like there's a website. You can That's also cool. look at the websites of all the names that Vasco will say. So go check that out. I think Vasco will say cock and fuck and dick and boobies. Oh, dang. Stuff like that. <laughs> I like that you've looked into this. I, I forgot that that was something that they introduced with Fallout 4, because if you named your character and it was one one of the certain names, uh, your your buddy at the beginning of Fallout 4 would oh, say your name. Oh, he's cool. Um, and I named my character in the, the first hour of Starfield, uh, Ava, and I just forgot that that was a thing, so there's a moment where I react to him saying Ava, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't expect that. <laughs> That's so funny. Can you imagine this thing saying boobies? <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. He's just a homie. Uh, um, so pick... I'd say roll, roll with Vasco to just be your dude. Like, if you want to have uh, your side pieces, you know, whether you want to bang Barrett or Barrett uh, hey, in the video it. game. <laughs> uh, no matter who you want to bang, you can just have him on your ship and just hanging out with you. But Only if, one? If No, you can have, well, depending on how big your ship is. That's another oh. cool thing. So, because I've been so into customizing my ship, I finally added more living quarters and more areas for NPCs. And that number has gone up from two NPCs to five NPCs that I can just have on my ship chilling now. Is, so, are they like part of your crew like Mass Effect or no? They are part of my crew uh, so much so that their perks help out my ship. Ooh. So what's really, really cool about it is they're not just there for, you know, an occasional little conversation or, you know, every once in a while uh, my, my girl Andrea show will be like, we've had some great times together and I, and I love you so much. Here's here have this, and she gave me fucking like space meat or like just some weird item. Like they give you like loot. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck Nothing is this? Nothing does love like. Why are you giving me like space meat. wax? Or I forgot what the item was that made me like absolutely like lose it last night. Um, but they all have their perks. They all have like their little like passives or whatever. Um, and Vasco has like a two star in shields, and uh, meaning that when he's on my ship, my shields perform better. Um, you could set, you could, you know, I, I walked into this bar the other day and there was a random dude there who was like, I'm really good at lasers. So you should hire me for your I ship. I got a laser guy. That's so cool. So I, that's I what put, I want to be. So yeah. I put him on my ship and then now my lasers are like auto homing and stuff and like they don't miss shot. It's awesome. It's really, really cool. So I'm super enjoying that aspect of it. But yeah, also like I, I will say that I am really digging the story way more than I thought I would based on a lot of uh, everybody's thoughts. I'm really invested with what's happening and kind of like the philosophy philosophy behind it all. Um, I think it's cool shit. I'm still enjoying my time way more than I thought I would in a Bethesda video game. Having a good time with it, Timothy. Well, and I'm putting yeah. way more time. Like, again, I had like 40 hours on Xbox Game, P game yeah. Pass PC. Now I'm at 35 on my Steam Ooh. account. That's, a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. Two separate gameplays. And how long do you think you'll... Or yeah. How are you balancing your time between... I'm not. Starfield, Armored Core, <laughs> and... Are you still playing Baldur's Gate? Well, as soon as Armored Core came out, I stopped playing Baldur's Gate. As soon as Starfield came out, I stopped playing the other <laughs> two. And I definitely need to get back to Baldur's Gate. Oh. The big question... Or the big thing that I keep telling people... What should I get, Andy? Which one's better? I think Baldur's Gate 3 is a better overall video game. I'm having a bit more fun with Starfield. And I think a lot of it comes down to the mechanics and the shooting. And 
I think the Space. I think the gun plays great. The gun perks are cool. You find one that suddenly like lights people on fire, and I'm just like jetpacking around. God, headshots like it's awesome. The gunplay feels great. But every time you roll a die, uh, Andy in Baldur's Gate, and it's like a crit twenty. And you just like just get by with like persuading some big ogres. It fucking hits though. that ogre. I got yeah, really into Baldur's Gate cool. this weekend, and I'm having a fantastic <laughs> time. I'm like nine hours in now. on PS5. Yeah, uh, on on PS5. I'm thinking I'm gonna go back and forth like whatever I'm in the mood for. Because uh, now that I have a uh, uh, cross save, right? Mm. Um, so if I if I'm ever feeling lazy. Um, and just want to like lay in bed and have it on the big what TV. The fuck that is. <laughs> and Steam Deck, wait, or uh, no? I, I my first hour was on Steam Deck, and that thing takes out my battery like so yeah. quickly. Like, mm. so I, I'll probably jump back and forth between uh, PS5 and PC just because. Yeah, the controls are way Looking better. Around so nice. Yeah, the control mouse and keyboard way better uh, with with Baldur's Gate, but yeah, but I'm I'm really digging it. Pretty uh, good video game. Yeah, very good video game. But I also still need to find Carlac. But I also just saved my boy a house, and, and I want to. I tried to flirt with him one night, and he was like, mm, "Any other night?" And I was like, "What about any tonight? other night?" Dang. I was like, "What about tonight, there. though?" And he was like, "Ah, but we're partying, you know." And I was like, "Damn!" I was trying to chat. Uh, got <laughs> chat got to witness me completely, like, just like show my massive absence of Riz. Uh, Shadowheart was talking to me, and like, "All right, now's the time." And then I was like, "Chat, no." Now's not the time. <laughs> I'm not going to flirt back. And Chad was like, what are you doing? I was like, we got to play the long game. <laughs> that <laughs> is like, such a mic move. What are you doing? <laughs> Everybody no, would have bought her roses an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know in the comments below if you are a fan of playing the long game. What games you're playing in general? Not the night. <laughs> <laughs> not the night. It's not the night. Uh, and what your next big video game you're excited for is. I ate a lot of Mexican food <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, well, we're not going to get a better end than that. So until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.